Hello and welcome to my second podcast. I hope that everyone is staying safe and healthy during these times with the holidays fastly approaching. With Christmas and New Year's just around the corner, I'd like to remind you all to please be as safe as you possibly can. If you decide to go out and visit with family or friends, I really, really encourage you to keep your face coverings on, bring hand sanitizer, just take a- every safety precaution possible. I say this because I had recently tested positive for COVID-19. Even after doing everything right, wearing my face mask, constantly washing and sanitizing my hands, I still caught it. I live with nurses and one of them caught it from a coworker and she unknowingly brought it home to the rest of us, which kind of sucked for me because I've been staying home for the past like eight months and then I caught it. So just a little bitter about that, but you know, just that's just a quick update on where I'm at. It's okay. So enough about COVID and all that. Now, my guest today is Richard Lucero. Richard is my dad, and he has worked in the San Bernardino County for about a little over 16 years now. He originally started off in the jail in Atlanta, California. He was there for about 14 years. And then recently he switched over to probation and he's been there for about three and a half years. I'm going to go ahead and invite him in now. And he's going to tell you a little bit more about his career and what he does. First off, I'd like to thank you, Richard, for taking the time out of your day to sit down with me and talk a little bit about your career. Would you mind telling us about what your job is and what you do? Well, thank you for having me, John. Um, I'm a nurse, a registered nurse. I've been a nurse for about 28 years, and I currently work at uh, San Bernardino County uh, Probation uh, at the Juvenile Hall, working with the youth. Oh, that's really awesome. How did you end up working with the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department? Um, well, uh, uh, it's the probation department that I currently work for. Um, I did work for the Sheriff's Department for 13 years. Um, <clears throat> I was looking at um, retirement because a lot of nurses uh, you know, go from job to job at different hospitals and working for... Um, uh, different companies and they don't wind up having much in the way of retirement. They make good money, but not much in the way of retirement. So uh, I was looking for something uh, that would be secure in that regard. So uh, I wound up uh, finding the sheriff's department, which was a whole nother ball of wax from uh, the traditional nursing that I was used to. Um, but I had a nice pension um, and uh, it was something I thought I could do. Um, and it worked out really well for 13 years, and then I wound up doing a lateral transfer over to the probation department, uh, working at Juvenile Hall, uh, so essentially doing the same thing, but with youth, um, so it's definitely pretty interesting. With your experience working in both those fields, who would you prefer, who would you say you prefer working with more, the adult inmates or the juveniles? Um... 
actually, I would say the adults, um, a couple reasons. Um, when you're working with the adults, um, it's uh, a little better as far as, like, we have more, uh, what did I say? So, well, with the adults, uh, they they don't have as much. Uh, the kids get coddled too much, um, and they have so many rights to the point. Did you stop it? No, oh, they have so many rights to the point where I feel like the. Um, Staff, you know, uh, gets taken advantage of, and it's kind of a a safety issue. So I think the safety's better with the adults when you're dealing with the adults because the deputies are right there and they can intervene when needed. Yeah, that, that that's scary to work there. Yeah. What would you say is the hardest part though about working with the juvenile hall? Uh, with the juvenile hall. It seems like they're doing the kids a disservice and the public a disservice because they um, let them get away with so much and there's no real consequences. So when they get out or if they move up to the adult jail, they're not ready for it. They're not ready for life. They're not ready for you know what's going to happen in the jail. Um, they don't realize that there's consequences in life. When you do something wrong, you know, you're going to have to answer for it. Man, I bet when you became a nurse, you didn't expect to be working there, did you? No, I did not. So what was it that originally made you get into the nursing field? Um, I looked at it when I was in college. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was trying to find a job that would be stable and make uh, decent money. Um... And something that I felt I could do. So when I was looking at the different jobs out there um, and I looked into nursing, um, I thought I could do it and it looked like it was a very stable job and it made decent money. That's good. How did you know what field of nursing you wanted to go into? Um, honestly, I, I didn't know. I figured I'd be working on the floors at first. Um, and it's kind of funny because I uh, I didn't think I wanted to work with the geriatric population, but, you know, working on the floors, that was the majority of the people that I was working with and uh, actually kind of liked that a lot, wound up liking it and um, doing pretty well. Um, And uh, actually, in all the years that I've been nursing, I've done different areas. I worked on the floors, on mid-surge, telemetry, I did home health after that for a few years, um, which was uh, different, and I did enjoy that as well. Um, Then I got back into the hospital and worked on um, the floors again uh, for about a year on a telemetry unit, and then I went into ICU for about seven years, and that was really interesting. That's where I really felt like I learned quite a bit, Um, and... uh, from the ICU, um, that's when I was looking more kind of towards retirement, you know, kind of considering that. So that's why I uh, was looking around and I, I looked into um, 
the, the jails uh, because one of the nurses that my wife graduated with, um, he wound up working for the, the jails and uh, he said it was the best kept secret in nursing. So that was always in the back of my head. So I looked into that and uh, they do have retired with a pension. So that sounded appealing to me. Um, and it is definitely a whole different kind of nursing. Uh, but you still see um, a lot of things that you deal with on the outside. Like people have high blood pressure, asthma. Um, they have heart conditions and whatnot. So you're treating that. You have various emergencies. Um, and then going into the juvenile hall, um, not necessarily... Uh, as serious as the adults uh, most times, but sometimes you do have some interesting cases that come along. So with the kids, it's a lot of the, the basic health issues, but a lot of uh, mental health issues as well. Oh, man. Let's say, so in the next, like, 10 years, would you say, would you see yourself staying with the juvenile hall? Um, hoping to be retired in the next uh, 10 to 12 years. Uh, but uh, I, I do want to retire from the juvenile hall if possible. So that would be good. Well, that's really good. Well, thank you again, Richard, for being here. I appreciate your time and for you coming out. And I just want to say thank you again for being here. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Okay, bye. I just wanted to take a moment to thank Richard again for being with us today and to talk about his career and what he does and why he does it. I hope that you, the listeners, have also enjoyed hearing about what it's like to be an RN working with inmates and juveniles. As being a nurse during the pandemic wasn't hard enough right now, I know that I personally couldn't handle the pressure of working in the jail systems. I feel like I would always be on edge, constantly looking over my shoulder. Ah, but that's just me. And plus, I do tend to watch a lot of Criminal Minds, which probably doesn't help with that. Anywho, thank you all for listening to my second podcast. It truly means a lot to me, and I hope that you all stay safe and have a great rest of your day and have a great new year. Thank you for listening.